Hello, Long Island. My name is Tom McGivern. I'm a licensed broker associate. You've got questions. I've got the answers here on the Long Island Housing Podcast, where I cover everything that has to do with Long Island, from home sales to the issues that face us as homeowners and home buyers. All right, welcome. Episode 26. Today uh, is April 26, 2020. Uh, I am uh, actually doing a live video for uh, on our Facebook page. It is uh, facebook.com slash at Tom and Colleen Sell. That's Tom and Colleen Sell, S-E-L-L. Um, all right, so we talk about everything that has to do with you know Long Island. Obviously, right now, we're in the midst of... Um, a lockdown, a shutdown. Uh, I don't want to call it a lockdown, but we're definitely shut down. And um, I had an interesting conversation and w- with an investor, and it struck a chord with me. And I said, you know what? Let me cover this question uh, because I think it's important one, and a couple other questions that would come along with that that I think most people may or may not be paying attention to, especially if you're um, considering you know, making a move or something like that. Um, and that is, I was talking to an investor and he was looking at a property. It's a great property. And he said, Tom, I don't know what is going to happen with home values. To be honest with you, I don't know what to do. And this is a person with, you know, a lot of money. He's had a lot of success um, investing in real estate. And even, you know, he was just giving pause for concern to say, hey, you know what, what do you think? And right now he's leaning in the direction of trying to pick stuff up for you know, pennies on the dollar, uh, not like pay, you know, 60 cents for a, a house, on, you know, 60 cents on the dollar for a house that once it's fixed up, it's worth that full dollar. So, you know, he doesn't want to pay 200 for something that might be worth 350 or 360 down the road because right now it might be worth that, but he doesn't, you know, he's just unsure. So the topic is basically what's, what are, he asked me point blank, what's going to happen with real estate home values? So of course, I don't have a crystal ball. I don't know. Uh, no one knows. But it's a great question. And what do I do? I always look at, you know, here on this show, we talk, I talk about home values in terms of what's for sale and how many houses are for sale. And then I break the price point down. I changed it up a little bit. Normally, what I do is I, call, I talk about homes that are in Suffolk a lot. I talk about Suffolk County because I'm in Suffolk County, but we service obviously Nassau, Queens, Hamptons, et cetera. Um, but I'm going to, I focus, when I focus on the Island, I go Suffolk, Nassau, Queens, that's all of Suffolk, all of Nassau and all of Queens. And I decided to do that today, but usually I break down how many homes for sale in total in each County. Then I break down, you know, houses up to 300, then between 300 and 500, then 500 to 750, 750 to a million and then million and above. So today I'm not going to do that. Um, I want to break the prices because that information is pretty much kind of the same. There's obviously a decline in uh, homes for sale. And that's uh, understandable given our, our circumstances. But before we entered into this you know, COVID-19 pandemic and subsequent shutdown, um, we were his, you know, like low inventories. And I was talking about a house, you know, this housing crisis that's upon us because it's a housing, it was, it was a housing crisis and it, it is now a housing crisis for different reasons. 
because it, there wasn't a whole lot of inventory out there. So as a buyer, you couldn't work, in my opinion, with uh, uh, under the, the same uh, operational format, which is, you know, you hook up with a real estate agent, they send you some listings, and then you, f- you know, find a house on MLS and you buy it and, you, you know, away you go. Uh, and, and you couldn't do that or you could, but you would be in stiff competition with a lot of buyers. Go to an open house and you're one of 50 people at the open house. You, you submit an offer on a house that hit lists on a Wednesday. You submit it on that Monday, that following Monday, and you're in competition with 17 buyers. Because I, I talked a lot about how real estate agents in mass were you know, navigating the real estate market, which is, hey, man, list it hot and heavy and get it sold in a week. And I, I have always been one that was a little bit hesitant to use the, that that format. Whether it cost me, you know, listings or cost me a, a business opportunity, maybe it did. But I just, I, I never felt a hundred percent comfortable with that. But there are real other real estate agents, man. That's that's there. That's how they do things. And you know what? It is what it is. Anyways, I've been all there. I've been there. That's in previous podcasts. It's on my vlog as well on YouTube. I talk a little bit about that as well. But here on this episode, I want to address, you know, what's going to happen to to home values. Why do I talk about that other stuff? Because that other stuff is still important. Obviously, we were in a housing, I want to, we were in a housing crisis. There wasn't enough houses for sale for buyer demand. It was a very strong seller's market, even though prices weren't going up that high. Crazy, interesting market. Um, Prices weren't skyrocketing, even though, in certain towns and in, in, in certain areas, in certain, well, every area, I should say, but in certain price points, I should say, like you would think because there's only five houses for sale in, a, in like a, a certain price range, let's say 350 to 450 in, you know, XYZ towns or 250 to 350, you would think, wow, there's only five or six houses. Those, you know, the, 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 those prices must be skyrocketing because there's low inventory and high buyer demand. But that wasn't the case. So that was an interesting component of that market. Now we hit COVID-19 and where are we with with houses that are listed? What's going on with the market? How is that impacting things? So I looked at active inventory. So now what I did was I look on the multiple listing. This is all information from the multiple listing service. I just break it down a little bit differently. I looked at active listings. I also looked at year-to-date contracts and year-to-date closings. Those numbers may be a little off, but depending on how MLS tabulates them, and I'm not going to belabor the point. If it's off, it's off by not that much. Let's put it that way. I'm going to go over houses only. That means, in my opinion, residential houses only. Now, on MLS, in their year-to-date reports, they might combine condos, and houses together, all right? It's not clear on their uh, past market reports or whether or not they're combining houses with, um, you know, re- regular single family houses with condos and co-ops. I'm going to guess that they probably are, all right? So my numbers may be a little off, but these numbers are so vast, like, even if they're off by 15%, we're, uh, we're still, there's, there's rise for concern about the market. So here we go. Now, these active ones, these are, these are dead. Uh, these are very accurate. Again, they might 
play off of some condo co-ops. Condo co-ops are usually a lot less in, in, in terms of listing um, numbers, about like 600, somewhere around there, 600, 700 units total, okay, um, in like, say, Suffolk County, less in Nassau, maybe uh, equal or less than in Queens, okay? So active listings, single-family homes, Suffolk County, as of uh, August, uh, excuse me, August, April 26th, 2020, there's 4,611 single-family homes, residents, residential only for sale in Suffolk. In Nassau, 3,841. And in Queens, 2,633. According to the market reports from MLS, there were 6,569 houses for sale or, or residential units for sale last year. 6,569 as of April 2019. Then that's active listings. That's year to date. That's not listings that were listed in this month. That's complete listing, a uh, number of listings. Suffolk County, right now, 4,611 houses. April of last year, 2019, 6,569 houses or units for sale. That's a 30% difference between last year and this year. It's understandable because of you know COVID-19, but still it's spring. This is the beginning of spring. Normally, we have an, an increase in uh, inventory, increase in listings coming on the market. Nassau. 3,841 units for sale now as of August 26, 2020, around like 3 o'clock in the afternoon when I pulled these numbers. April last year, 5,633, 32% de uh, de decrease. Queens, 2,633 units for sale now, 5,354 units last year. That's a 51% decrease. Now, again, they could, um, on the market reports for MLS, they could have combined residential and condos co-ops. I didn't do that. So, and again, there's not that, it's not in as much as single family residences. So even if I cut these in half, 15% drop in Suffolk, 16% uh, drop in Nassau, and 25% drop in Queens. Definitely less inventory as a result of active inventory as a result of what's going on. Again, before COVID-19, we were in a housing shortage. Now we're in even a greater housing shortage. Then I said, hey, you know what? Let me look at contracts. And again, the same thing with the condos and co-ops versus the houses. You're going to get the, the picture here. Even if we slash these and even if my numbers are off, I said, hey, how many single family residences are there for, uh, in contract as of today? 3,285 in Suffolk, 2,525 houses in Nassau, 1,622 in Queens. April 2019, okay, go back one year in April 2019, according to the MLS market reports, 5,914 houses were in contract year to date in Suffolk County. That's 44.5% decrease in contracts. That means homes selling that are in contract that are pending. That means a buyer made an offer, a seller accepted it. They did the whole, the whole shebang, inspection, everything, and got to a, a, a contract. That's not a close. 
That's just a contract. 44.5% decrease. Now, throw in the uh, maybe MLS market reports from last year, included condos and co-ops. Again, that, that those numbers are much, much smaller than in Suffolk County than they are uh, for, for single-family residences. Cut that number in half, it's 22% drop. Nassau County, 2,525 house, uh, units in contract year-to-date as of today, this year. Last year, 4,310, 41.5% decrease. Again, condos and, and co-ops in Nassau, very it's a lot less. But slash it in half, which wouldn't be the case, prices, uh, excuse me, year-to-date contracts, meaning inventory moving, going to going to a meeting of the minds between a buyer and seller, down 20%. And Queens, 1,622 houses, uh, uh, units in contract year-to-date last year, 3,034, 47% decrease year-to-date in units in contract. That's a lot less. Now, again, throw the condos and co-ops in there because I don't know if MLS in their past market reports included those. I did not in my stats. Cut it in half. You're still looking at over 20%. Big difference. So again, I'm trying to answer the question, what's going to happen to real estate home values um, as we uh, move along here? And I'm going to talk more about couple of different things. These are stats. I'm also going to talk about you know the low, the fact that we have low inventory and historically low interest rates. Right? Once people go back to work, assuming they're going to stay in the, at the same job, they're furlough, furloughed now, they're going to get go back into the into their own their old uh, job or the same doing the same type type of job, hopefully, they'll be able to qualify for a mortgage. By the way, if you didn't listen to the last two podcasts, I talked about mortgage forbearance. If you, your parents, your uncles, your aunts, brothers, sisters, whoever, they own houses. They should listen to those last, especially the last podcast was very good uh, information there with links, episode 25 regarding mortgage forbearance and the CARES Act. Very, very important. But anyways, especially if you want to sell and qualify for a mortgage, if you've claimed for mortgage forbearance and the credit reporting companies don't report it exactly the way CARES specifies or the government says you can't you know, negatively impact a person's credit during this time. Uh, you know, who, who knows if they do the right thing, the banks? You never know. And they are reporting them now differently. So please listen to that last podcast. Okay, so now I did closed year to date. And um, yeah, it's – I'll just go through them. As of today, 26th, 2020. Suffolk County, 3,609 houses have sold. In April of last year in Suffolk, 4,396. Again, maybe 300 or 400 uh, condos and co-ops sold. So I'm going to increase that to maybe maybe 4,000. It's about uh, it's not that great of a drop in terms of the, the, uh, the year-to-date closed deals. But that's January, February, March where we had a lot of stuff going on. This is only one month. May, June, and July, especially man, July, it's going to really show us what what's going on with uh, with closings and how this how we're uh, how we're making out in terms of getting deals closed and people selling. What do you think w- would happen if I got an appraisal now, Gary? Um, Gary, so I'll get back to you on that, Gary. If you got an appraisal now, you'd be 
probably really good. The prices are up. All the all the sales, everything's been pretty solid. Now, three months from now, it'll be probably the same, maybe a little different, um, but certainly down the road, depending on how what happens, you know, you may see again. I'm kind of getting there, but I think now between the next now and three months, you're fine regarding appraisal. So. Um, year-to-date closings in uh, Nassau, 3,431 last year. Year-to-date, 2,624. Massive drop. And then April 2019, last year, year-to-date closed deals in Queens, 2,509. Now, this one's nuts. In Queens, 1,260. That's 50%, basically. Queens is like heavy. Now, again, my numbers might be off because the condos co-ops and the way MLS tabulates their information, which annoys me. But, um, you know, uh, cut that number in half. You're still down 20, you know, 20% in terms of the number of sales. All right. Next month, I'm going to go over the average sales price. And here I'll get right from the market report. Year-to-date in 2019, year-to-date average average sales price is not median, average. Suffolk, $428,730. Nassau, $617,905. And Queens, $613,061 was the average year-to-date average sales prices. 2019, I am chomping at the bit. Once MLS comes out with the new numbers, I will talk about them and how we fared in terms of the uh, closed deals and where we're at. I think we'll be fine. Next month, again, will be the telltale to see how we're doing. May is going to really show us what's going on. So my friend Gary on on my live feed, he asked, what do you think would happen if I got an appraisal now? I helped Gary buy his house in uh, Babylon. And my my answer is right now, today, you're good. We have plenty of sales and data that show uh, the prices aren't, they're not down. Um, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac all talked about being a flat market, right? I think Freddie Mac actually. Uh, this was in podcast number 24. I talked about th- their predictions. Um, so they're predicting basically a flat 0.04 or 0.4. Uh, percent growth. So they're definitely seeing that this is going to flatten things out. So what's going to happen to real estate home values? To anyone in the short term, the next three months, probably not a whole lot because again, this is a, we're talking about a lot of houses. We're talking about a lot of data. We're talking about a lot of uncertainties. Um, folks that are um, you know out of work going to be getting back into work. You know, there's a lot to uh, consider. Over the long the long haul, let's talk about another question. Should I buy a home now? Because I know there's people out there thinking that. And I always want to try and talk to what people are thinking or what their questions might be. That's what makes you know something like this worth doing, really. Should you buy a house? Yeah, listen, the golden rule is you never wait to buy real estate. You buy real estate, you wait. Okay, it's an old saying, but it's tried and true. Again, you need a place to live. You can either pay someone else to help them pay down their mortgage, or you can buy your own place and pay down your own mortgage. 
The average net worth of a, uh, a homeowner is 100 and uh, whatever it is. Last time they did it's probably it's over 180,000. Whereas the average uh, net worth of a tenant or a renter is five grand. So you can Google that. It fluctuates here and there year to year, but that's basically tried and true. Um, now, that's not to say that renting, you know, when you rent a house, what are, what are the advantages? You know, you don't have to fix it, right? You don't have to fix things. Your, your landlord does that. Uh, the, you know, the toilet breaks, uh, something else, a stove goes out, uh, all these types of things. As long as your lease says, you know, hey, you got it, you know, the landlord's supposed to fix things, you don't have to fix them. Okay. Sometimes even, uh, you know, Lawn mowings included, things like that. So it depends on your lease. I, I'm not a poo-pooer of people wanting to uh, rent. Uh, you know, so there are definitely advantages uh, to doing that as well. But owning real estate, especially investment property, great, you know, great thing to uh, to get involved in. Um, so should I buy now? The answer is yes, because again, the mortgage rates are so low. Go. Let's go back to what's going to happen to home values. Let me say this. Because inventory is so low, ridiculously low, prices can't just, I mean, they can if no one has a job, right? And we can't get out of our houses. (laughs) Eventually, this stuff is going to catch up to us. But assuming we're going to make it through the COVID-19, maybe by the end of May, who knows? uh, The middle of May is the target right now for New York. But – the um, because there's so many, uh, so few houses for sale, I, I believe that prices will stay the same. Now, if people start to say, answer this question, should you sell now? There may be a lot of people who say, you know what, I want to put my house on the market just because A, B, and C. Okay, I got a feeling in New York City, you're going to see a lot of folks put their penthouses and their condos and their apartments. Uh, I think a lot of people are going to sell and and uh, and look to move. I know that the million dollar market and up, the, the higher end luxury market, whatever, uh, with high taxes, unless you live in the Hamptons, where you, where you know in East Hampton you live in a five thousand five million dollar mansion and whatever, and pay like four thousand dollar taxes, um, that's advantageous. But when you live on the North Shore somewhere, I won't name names of towns, but man, when you're looking at uh, staring at a $41,000 tax bill a year and, uh, you know, a salt deduction, a state and local tax deduction of only 10 grand, hmm, might be time to make a move, right? Move to Florida or something like that. Um, so, but that question there, if people start to say, Hey, you know, I want to sell my house, we could see an increase in, in, in inventory overnight, right? Come out of this thing, COVID-19, and next thing you know, my, my phone's ringing off the hook. Tommy, I want to sell. Tommy, I want to sell. I mean, I do know a handful of folks, they already told me, hey, I, I definitely want to sell this year. But they told me back in like January, you know, December. Um, So there are a lot of people that are going to want to sell, and the market just shifts. And once that market shifts, it's like 2008, 2009, like everyone needed to sell. I mean, we had so many listings on the market. It was like, why is everyone trying to sell? Right, it's that mentality. It's that herd mentality. Uh, there were other reasons as well, financial reasons. But once it, it, it tips over, it's like you know a train without without the brakes, man, and it just goes. So we could see a, a an increase in inventory. Normally, April and May and June, we see an increase in inventory. 
That's just tried and true because it's the spring market. As of right now, obviously, we don't. Not that you can't list your home. I did a vlog, uh, my last vlog on YouTube. I talked about should you sell your house right now. In that vlog, I said that if you're if you're uncomfortable, if you're staying local, okay, or wherever you're moving, if you can't get into a house to see it and you're saying, hey, I would not buy a house without seeing the interior because right now it's virtual showings. We as real estate agents cannot make appointments. There is a little caveat to that. I won't get into the details where a seller, if a seller wants a buyer to come in, they, they can coordinate that on appointment. But it's kind of gray area, man. It's very gray. Black and white, Cuomo has said, you can't show houses. Period. End of discussion. We're doing, you know, it's during a, a, a global pandemic. This is uh, uh, people are in the hospital, things like. I'm not going to schedule an appointment where someone may or may not get sick, and and I, I don't have anything to do with it. That's why I have a lot of real estate agents. But we can do virtual showings, and then you can get an inspection. And your inspector, we just had an inspector. He had full gear, head to toe, mask, everything. I mean, the guy was like, you know, that's who you want to hire now. All right, too, as your your inspector, your uh, home inspector. If you do do a deal, just see they eliminate those variables and they take full videos of everything. It's really good stuff. Anyways, in that video, I said if you are not comfortable buying a house without seeing the interior, then maybe you should wait and not sell right now, not list it. Doesn't make sense because you can't see the inside of a the house you're buying. So that was my answer to that question. Now, um, depending on again where you want to move. But if your plan is, hey, I want to sell in the near future, the near future being relative, let's say, uh, let's define that as within the year. Let's say you, you were thinking next spring, man, no way, dude. For me, if it were me and I needed the equity and I had good equity in my house, interest rates are low, I would be picking up the phone and calling Tom McGivern, right? Right now, Tom and Colleen, 631-831-9048. If you've worked with Colleen, 631-697-8290, I would give us a call. Say, hey, I just watched or listened to the, the uh, podcast or I watched it on uh, on Tom and Colleen's cell on Facebook. I want. I was thinking about selling next year. Let's do it now. Call me. Again, if you're near, near future, if you have near future, in the near future plans to sell, and it, let's say it's within a year, even two years, whatever. I mean, but you know, if your kids got to graduate or there's circumstances, relocations, man. If you're if you're relocating too, even if you're let's say you're retiring a year from now, that doesn't matter. You could still sell and you know stay at a friend's house or stay at a hotel and buy wherever it is you're moving if you're relocating out of the area. That's my answer to that question right now. Because of what I'm seeing with these numbers and Again, the uncertainties. I know oil went negative, right? It has a, it had a bounce back. Everyone's saying that bounce back is only temporary. It's going to go. It, or every time something crashes, it always kind of V's. It V's up and then boom. You know, I, I don't see, from what I read online, oil zero, lockdown, unemployment's up. Do you really want to take the risk where we, we might might be entering into, and I don't see how we don't, go into some sort of a recession because we have GDP is not growing. Uh, it can't grow because no one, uh, you know, industries are shut down. With all that uncertainty, even though, you know, you're sitting there going, hey, I want to do it a year from now, you may want to consider, uh, reconsider. All right. 
that's going to wrap it up for this show, uh, episode 26. If you know somebody who's thinking about selling, buying, please send this to them. Um, you know, I do this because I want people to have information that is useful and uh, they can use to help themselves make decisions. Call me up. Let's talk about how I will advise you on the pricing of your home, giving you all the options. I'm very transparent. This podcast is a is a, an example of that. I'm not doing this for for fluff. You know, this took me you know an hour with my glasses on trying to read little tiny writing about stats and everything else. I'm not a statistician. I don't like stats, but I'm doing this because I think it's important. I think people need to know what's going on, and I hopefully, you know, this helps you. All right. Um, if you see something in Newsday, or if you see something in an article, or anything like else like that. You know, make sure you read it all the way through. And if you don't understand anything, screenshot it to me, send me a text, call me. I'd love to help, you know, take a look at it and, and uh, go over it with you. All right. Thanks a lot for watching uh, on Facebook and listening to this podcast. Be well, be safe. Thanks. I can't think of a better time to keep track of your home value right now. Head over to TomAndColleenSell.com. That's TomAndColleenSell.com. Or check out the link tree that's circulating all around on our Facebook and Instagram and other areas. LinkTR.ee slash Tom McGivern. And click on the Long Island Home Reports. They're great. You can check them out and it'll get emailed to you every uh, single month or every couple of weeks, whatever you want. It's always good to know what's going on. It shows you how many homes have sold in your neighborhood. Um, but be sure when you fill it out, fill it out and in, in, go down and fill out the number of bedrooms that are in your house. Gives a little bit more accurate data. And then just click submit and you'll uh, it'll send you a nice report, all the photos, pictures of all the houses that are for sale and sold in your area. Thank you for listening to the uh, Long Island Housing Podcast.